It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Jay Crawford, Adam the Bull, Garrett Bush, and so many big names, it would take me hours to say all of their names. The ultimate Cleveland sports show. Booyah. Yes, here we are. The ultimate Cleveland sports show. Look at Mike Paul. <laughs> Woo! Over here. Bro. Here we are. The day has come. <laughs> Baker is gone. He's out of here. Yeah. Are you sad? Oh, you my sad God. Today? Of course I am. Look at me. I'm representing. <laughs> I'm representing. All, I'm not as like an honorary Baker, bro. Yeah. I thought they should have some representation on the panel. That's true with bro. Jay not here. And I do. Yes, with Jay not here. I thought that I should represent him and for Baker bros everywhere. <laughs> And so I'm doing this somewhat ironically and somewhat sincerely. I recognize that the shirt that I got at Value World Thrift Store is two sizes too small. Save it in the comments. I don't need to hear it. <laughs> uh, gee, the, uh, the, uh, the Panthers wanted him so badly, they might give up a fourth-round pick two years from now. I'll, I'll, go ahead, I'll go ahead and take it. And I'm honored to be sitting here by uh, the, the president of the Tremont Baker Bro chapter. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, Great Lakes Brewery, thank you. For being micro brews, <laughs> Tyvis. Uh, we were practicing earlier. You said you hate Baker. No, he didn't. Whoa. He, didn't say that. <laughs> wow. he didn't say that. What? What, no, what? bro? <laughs> well, you didn't get a chance to react yet. What do you think? Baker's gone. He's gone. I mean, it's it's good for him. You know, it's it's one of those things that everybody can finally move on. I was so sick of everybody. This story just keep being spent around. Where will mm-hmm. Baker go? Will he start again for the Browns? Like it's it's like it's obvious that the Browns were not going to have him under center ever yeah. again. So it's nice that he'll be able to start his career with another team. I, I don't know how I feel about Carolina. It's a that's because they offensive line was not great. You got Ben McAdoo who said he was the sixth best quarterback when he was coming out in the he draft. Be generous, let's yeah. be honest. <laughs> so it would be it's gonna you got Robbie Anderson who had Bring his, back Josh Rosen. Let's go. <laughs> Rob, Robbie Anderson had his comments, so I'm pretty sure he's team Sam Darnold. You know, it'll be it's gonna be interesting. Very interesting. That week one matchup is one that must yeah. see TV. Guys, oh, yeah. I'm glad Baker's out of town. I'm sick of Baker. He did not, he, he played decent football to be fair. He played mm-hmm. decent football. He was much better than anything the Browns have had for twenty years. But as I saw somebody, I think it was Ben Axelrod on Twitter, who, who was commenting on uh, all the lauding of Baker. People want somebody. Somebody wrote a column about how we should. Re- ba- Baker's one of the game changers in Browns history hmm. because he's the best quarterback since '99. So should we have been lauding uh, uh, Derek Anderson for the last right. 20 years too because he had one good season? Baker's a decent quarterback. I was uh, fighting with uh, Rob Parker and Chris Broussard on their show last night because I think it was Rob. During your time off, you decided to go fight with other other people in the evening. When when I wasn't trying to fix the problems with my Locked On podcast for Mm -hmm. 12 hours yesterday. Um, (laughs) I'm not bitter about that at all. By the way, check out my new podcast, (laughs) AdamTheBull.com. Might be available. Yeah, yeah, it might be. Might not. I I have no idea what's going on. But uh, I've lost my train of thought. Baker's gone. It's time. It was time for him to move on, mm-hmm. and now we can create the drama of now who will they replace him with? 
there's they've been, the Browns have broken the record, I think, for most quarterback transactions in a season. Think about this. First, they traded for Deshaun Watson. Then they traded away Case Keenum. Then they signed Jacoby Brissett. Yeah. Then they signed, uh, what's his name? Who's Josh Dobbs. Josh Dobbs, thank you. And now they've traded Baker, and they still might not be done because if Watson is suspended for the year, they are probably, at the very least, going to have to make some other quarterback transaction if he's done for the year. Chaos is a ladder, and there is opportunity here, I think. Yeah. And I do. I'm Like, my mouth is watering for the possibility of the Garoppolo thing. And, but yeah. before we bury Baker completely, I yes. do want, I do think that we should address, and I'm not, this isn't, believe me, this isn't a super long thing, yeah. but do I do it. want to remind everybody yeah. why there are people who are upset about Baker leaving despite yeah. not the best record. He was actually under 500 in the regular season, not worse ideal. Worse record than Brian Hoyer in his Browns. Worse record than Brian Hoyer, worse yeah. winning percentage than Brian Hoyer. By the true. way, Brian Hoyer had far less talent around him than Baker Mayfield. Far less talent around him. Okay, in the middle of me trying to stand up for him, let's stop Sorry. burying him. Okay. <laughs> it's okay. You got to give him, let him Just get his flowers. This is why people are like up. Some people are upset about the Baker thing and people want to give him credit for uh, his time here. Yeah. here here's the reason. Um, one second. I got it. Here. <laughs> here it is. Ty Detmer, Spurgeon Wynn, Jeff Garcia, Trent Delfer, Baker Mayfield. All right. Now, those are some of the people that preceded this man. And like in any situation, so much of everything is relative. And I know that I'm not telling anybody anything about how we've had bad quarterback play here. But you do have to remember that some of these young people, particularly the younger Baker bros in this age demographic, yeah. and I'm, 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 if you're this old and you're a Baker bro, then, brother, you got some issues, just so you know. But <laughs> the younger guys, they never got to see good football. They never got no. to see anything fun. They only got to hear our stories. They got to hear about Bernie Kosar days. And even he, like, we didn't get to see a Super Bowl, but at least we got to see competence. They got to hear the our old dads talk about Otto Graham and stuff. They only got to live these experiences vicariously. They had a couple of teases, like you mentioned, back in the day with Derek Anderson, that amazing year, and everybody was like, is this it? But even in the back of our minds, we knew that wasn't it, didn't we? Didn't we know that that wasn't yes. a real thing that was going to sustain? Yes. So this was their first time that they actually got to have somebody, a guy of their own, of their own generation, go out there and do something that actually made them happy as Browns fans so that they weren't just getting hammered in the Muni lot every Sunday for no good reason. And that is why we've ha we have this connection. It's yeah. because of the terrible past that we've had. I, I think it's uh, one thing that you like. I'm, I'm a big fan of history. Um, so you look back at history and you try to figure out uh, what guys do and, and what other similar situations have there been. And so my thing is when you look at Baker Mayfield, there was no other prior situation to this. I think one of the things that really helped Baker identify with this community was he was the rebound, right? And we've been rebounding from the Browns leaving in mm -hmm. 1995. He's the rebound girlfriend, right? I, I listen. I got married on a rebound. Great metaphor. <laughs> I got married on a rebound. Trust me, yeah. <laughs> it ain't a good look. Mm. So now I, she knows it. And, well, she, oh, she good knew that. She good knew that. But you look at it, and the thing that Baker gave you, he gave you confidence, right? He he gave you a, that that swag, that thing in your stomach mm -hmm. that says, "Hey, we got a guy too." And he made you want to wear your colors and not apologize for being a Browns fan. He said, yo, I'm gonna come out here. I'm gonna come out here and be brash. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be charismatic. I'm gonna take it to everybody else. And for so many years, the people in Cleveland felt like we didn't have a representative representative of what the city meant. We, mm -hmm. we got that backlash all the time. We got that hate. And so Baker came in and personified that 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 angst, that energy level. And then on top of it, he delivered it on the field. He yeah. played with Whole that same. 
d d delivered it. Whole I mean, league telling us, be ashamed of them being a Browns yep. fan. The Browns fans are a joke. The yep, Browns yeah. are a joke. And we just got people being told that for so long. And here comes this punk who comes yeah. out of nowhere and just says, no, we're not doing that anymore. Now we're changing the attitude yeah. around here. And whether that was real or fake, sometimes things, you can will these things into, into a belief system within a fan base. Yep. And I feel like he did that in a way that nobody else did. Johnny Manziel couldn't. He right. had that same kind of vibe yep. and swagger, but, but nothing to back it up. And yeah. he was a far worse person as a human being. Yes. <laughs> Listen, Baker deserves some credit yeah. for the, the franchise heading in the right direction. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But ultimately... You have to always be looking to get as good as you can at of course. the most and important it, position. That's what and that's what they've done here. Baker is, I've used this comparison once before, I'll use it again for those who haven't heard it. If you are if you're on a desert island and you're starving, mm -hmm. and you get off that desert island and you walk into a room and there's some little Caesars pizza and some Domino's pizza and some Pizza Hut, that's gonna taste like the greatest food on Sure. On yes. But any intelligent pizza fan knows. Then you that, go to real pizzerias right. and not chain pizza, even though we've lost all those sponsorships now. <laughs> uh, for pizza. But when you're starving, right. as Browns fans were, and I get it. And that's the explanation. Baker yeah. is a, you know, sometimes because I'm very critical of Baker and G's been very critical, it turns into you guys hate him. And I, I, I don't know him personally. I don't hate him personally. But I just think he's average. I don't think he's a scrub. I was asked last night, is he going to be a backup in his career? Like, no, I think he'll be one of these guys like Andy Dalton or, or you know, like uh, Kirk Cousins. Kirk, right. Not out of these Kirk I Cousins, Kirk personally. Cousins, he throws but like, he's a guy who's going to start. He's going to be okay. Yeah. Teddy Bridgewater, maybe. Right. Like, but you're always going to want more. Agreed. That's how I and see it. And none of this is about me saying that yes. Baker should be our franchise quarterback I, forever. You're right. I'm only you're right. trying to explain how, like, especially to national media people who are like, yeah. what's the big deal? Why are these people so upset? Look at these numbers. Look at his interception ratio. Like, you guys don't understand what these people have been through. And you to can't totally unless fair. you were here. I just totally don't fair. understand why it's such backlash for the Browns wanting to get better. Like, why is it, why are we frowned upon? for one to be a better get the best possible player for the quarterback position. I don't understand that like in in a in a world in a league where everybody seems to now be getting rid of their quarterbacks if they feel like they can't win a Super Bowl. Yeah. I mean, you got you got San Fran just did it. Yeah. You got the Rams just did it. Right. You got I don't know what Seattle Seattle just got rid of yeah, Russell I Wilson. That, to it's, your point, I don't Thomas. know the, why everybody why is it frowned upon that we're doing. Have, yeah. You know, Mike said that there's a lot of national media saying, well, of course they're getting rid of it. There's a mix, right? A lot of the national media are saying that, like, they should have stuck with, they should have, uh, uh, they should get rid of Baker because he's not that good. Mm -hmm. But there's also a lot of people in the national media, including, again, one of the guys I was on with yesterday is like, why did the Browns replace Baker? He won them their first playoff game in 30 years. I said, that's a loser mentality. That's not the goal. The goal right. is not to win one playoff game. And again, I'm not saying, you know, Baker stinks. But that's not the goal. Why? You're right. Every other the Niners went to the Super Bowl with Garoppolo and said we're not right. good enough. And then last the season went to the, to the NFC Championship. Rams went to the Super Bowl with Golf. They said it wasn't good enough. I, I, I think you look at it like this. This is just, it's just it's like you could look at the social construct of humanity, right? You got people at the top, people at the middle, and people at the bottom. When you're used to being on the bottom, right, and you people are used to making fun of you, right? People don't like when you decide to change, right? That's a fact. If, if, if you're trying to lose weight, right. watch what happened. You lose 10, 15 pounds. The first five, five days, they're like, well, 
That's good for you. Are you okay? Right. You, by the right. time you and get to, looking to pile on you as soon as it goes backwards. By the time you get to 40 pounds, they said, well, I don't know. You, I liked you better, bigger. Mm. We, really? <laughs> looks strange. Like, this doesn't are, fit are with my sick? concept of uh, how I perceived <laughs> yeah, you. Are, like, who, who's the, uh, what, what's the, uh, the guy that plays in those movies who was, you know, was, was big, but he got small. Uh, <laughs> are you talking about uh, Nutty Professor? Uh, who? <laughs> Ant-Man. No, you. I know superhero. No, I mean talk about fat. Ant-Man. You remember John Goodman? No, 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 Nutty no, 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 no. He was in. He was Jonah Hill. <laughs> That's his name. Jonah Look, Hill. Jonah, Jonah Hill. Hill. Everybody's nice like job. Jonah Thanks. Hill. Everybody's trying to do the math yep. on what that. There it is. Right. He, he, right. he understands I, we like, the translation. Yeah. In my mind, I'm like, I like, I like Fat Jonah Hill better. You like? We like. We like Fat Luther Vandross better. We feel like Fat Luther with the half curl. But p- people always are going to want oh. you to be here. Yeah. Yeah. And when they, when it's San Francisco is fine, when it's the Pittsburgh Steelers is fine, if Pittsburgh Steelers r- trot out Duck Hodges, they'll say, look what Pittsburgh has done. <laughs> hey, they, they, they did Yeoman's work. Forget that, man. Don't be afraid to say we got a quarterback and y'all going to have to deal with us now. I just, the thing I don't understand is, and I keep saying this, and people keep throwing shade at me like I don't know what I'm talking about, but – Kevin Stefanski, when you when you get a new head coaching job, you get two to three years. If something doesn't happen in those three years, they're moving yeah. on. Stefanski's first year, great. Second year, not good. This season right here means a lot. So how can you be mad at a guy? If I'm gonna get fired, yeah, I'm going out with the quarterback of my choice. Yeah, flat, flat that out. May not happen that, this year. Well, that's true. <laughs> right. But at least it's yeah. my decision. He, he, they chose Jacoby Brissett as well as a yeah. backup. So right. I'm gonna at least go out with my guy, and I can live with that. I'm not about to live with somebody else's nah, guy that I don't do necessarily 100% believe in. Right. Hey, do it. You, and learn from the people in front of you. Hugh, Hugh Jackson didn't have his quarterback. He never eventually got to get his own quarterback, right? That wasn't the plan. You you said that's that's a perfect thing. We have to realize Baker Mayfield was here already. He was inherited. Here. That's true. He inherited. They inherited that. So they get it right to go out fighting, swinging, and saying, "Listen, yeah. I'm live. I'm gonna live on my own merits with this one." All right, guys. Let's bring Mikey McNuggets. We're doing something a little. Obviously, this is the first show we're doing where basically the whole show is about this Baker being traded and what's next for the for the Browns. So we're going to do it a little differently today. Mikey McNuggets is going to throw a bunch of questions at us along the way, and it's time for your first question, Mikey. What do you got? Yeah, so we have over two dozen questions we're going to throw at you throughout the day. Hopefully we get to all of them. They don't all have to be super long. We're going to ask the guests. we got DeQuell, Aditi, and Leroy coming up. So stack show, but when the news broke yesterday. Leroy at 1130, Aditi 1145, DeQuell 1230. Hey, it's just a good thing I had three, four locos before this. Because I'm ready to go. (laughs) Well, I'm glad Mike Polk came in his Baker bro outfit because if you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Our number one baker, bro, Jay Crawford's MIA this week. So my first question for you guys, Steve, let's take it. How do you think Jay's doing right now? Oh, yeah. Oh, Jay. I think Jay's fine. Jay is. I think he's one of the. When he's probably okay now. It hit him a little bit because he was the one that was really pushing the narrative that Baker should come back and they should run it back with Baker. 
And I just, I think he's finally coming to the the sense that, yeah, they were never going to no, bring it. Baker back again. He and Brad were on that train. I, yeah. And oh. I kept saying, I don't see it. But, I, not just Jay. There, oh, a lot I, of people. I, it, was mean, a, it was a lot of people. 75% <laughs> of the yeah. population was like, hey, guess what? If Baker don't do it, come on back in here. Yeah. But hey, guys, hold on, hold on. We got, we got breaking news. Steve, take the stinger. What do we got? We got a 300,000 foot boat. Mr. Crawford has called in. Oh, oh no. Oh. We actually have reaction from the man, the myth himself, Steve. Let's hear <laughs> I hope he's holding from a Jay Crawford. Please be holding a Marlin. Well, here we go. I remember before the NFL schedule came out <laughs> and we were talking about dream matchup in week one for the Browns and nightmare matchup for week one of the Browns season. And I said the Carolina Panthers would be my dream matchup and it could also be our nightmare matchup and what do you know the schedule came out and it was the Carolina Panthers against the Cleveland Browns in week one and now Baker Mayfield is going to be the quarterback for the Carolina Panthers should be an interesting game <laughs> should be very interesting see you guys Monday Wow. <laughs> Talk about saying, Talk about saying absolutely nothing on a boat. No, it is hard to feel bad for a guy in a boat, though, isn't it? Can yeah. we agree on that? Like, I can't can, can we agree he was sockless as well? Yeah, he was oh, definitely, definitely sockless. sockless. Definitely. No, no, no. By the way, Jay's, like, Jay's a guy, and I, obviously we haven't known Jay that long. Mm. I've only known him well for two months, knew him a little bit after that, before that. But Jay's a guy, to his credit, uh, he, he seems like a guy that doesn't get too high, too low. No. Right? Like, he keeps it in perspective. Mm -hmm. He keeps a real even keel. Like me, I'm like, I'm here and I'm here. Yeah. He's, 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 he's pretty. Uh, if you know known Jay for two months, then you, yeah. you know Jay. Yeah, exactly. I mean, there's not, it's not like he's, he's not like hiding all this. Right, exactly. You know? But he is. He's, he's, a, he's an emotionally mature guy. <laughs> yes. He has like a very healthy emotional outlook on life. Yes. He probably, he grieved. The thing is, he does, he is open about stuff. He's like, I, I would really like that. Yeah. And then he's like, that's sad it didn't happen, but today's another day. Move and that's how it is. And <laughs> it's, it's, it's infuriating sure. and, it, and admirable at the same time. Yes. Well, you, uh, well, you rich and got a boat. You could be even kill all you want. You're right here. <laughs> <laughs> he's upper middle class. You know, to be clear, he's only I mean, upper middle on, class. Come on, he gave that ESPN hey, money for hey, a long time. You know, <laughs> I, hey, hey, mm -hmm. Browns lose, I'm going on the boat. Browns yeah. wins, I'm going on the boat twice. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's no losing with that guy, you know? Yeah, no, All right. that's a plus. Mikey McNuggets, question two. What do you got? Let's take it, Steve. Yeah. Question number two. Which team has a higher ceiling now? Carolina with Baker or Cleveland with Jacoby Brissett? That's actually an interesting question. That's a, that is a good question, That's an interesting guys. question. I, 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 think, I still think it's the Browns. I Obviously, Baker is better than Jacoby Brissett. And, and if Jacoby Brissett played 17 games, um, I'm actually talking myself into Carolina could win more because the NFC is much weaker than yeah, the NFC. Yeah, that's nice. I still, I still think without you know looking through Carolina's schedule and playing the bad enough, we play the Browns schedule game, let alone mm -hmm. the Carolina Panthers schedule Oof. game. I, I ultimately think that we are – well, I know that we are paying a ton of money to Miles Garrett. We're paying a ton of money to Denzel Ward. Mm -hmm. We're paying a ton of money to both our guards. We're paying good money to Nick Chubb. We're paying good money Njoku. to David Njoku. Mm -hmm. We're paying good money to Amari Cooper. On and on and on. If these guys are as good as we think they are, and I think we know they're good, well, if Jacoby Brissett's the quarterback, they better pick him up. Because he's not a quarterback that's lifting up the rest of the team. The rest of the team's got to lift up the quarterback. Mm. And if Jacoby Brissett just doesn't make mistakes, right. you know, if he hands the ball off, <coughs> 
throws for a decent completion percentage and doesn't turn the ball over a million times, mm-hmm. I still think the Browns can win a decent amount of games. Are they going to the playoffs with Jacoby Brissett? Probably not. Are they winning a Super Bowl with Jacoby Brissett? No chance. Yeah. But still a good competitive team? Yes, if he played 17 games. So my question is, you you talking higher ceiling for this season? We talking this season, right? Or just that's a good, question. Right, good qualifier. Okay, because I this, assume neither will be a quarterback. Okay, their so team so this year. season the Browns yeah. should definitely win hands down, and I'm yeah. gonna tell you why. One, it's a whole offensive change. Ben McAdoo's first year there, that right. offense is not going to pick right. that playbook up in that quick. Two, they they offensive line was horrendous last year. I mean, they yes. got a, they're going to have a rookie left tackle. This season, we don't know how he's going to pan out, right? So that's and we that's know a Baker question. doesn't handle pressure well, right? And on top of all of that, you got Baker coming in. Now, granted, this will be his fifth playbook that he'll have to learn. So yep. he's shown that he can learn it. So he won't get the whole offense. I don't. I think it'll be one of those things that has to go week after week. We'll add more onto your plate. But coming into that Browns game, it should be. It shouldn't be a complex playbook for him because you can't throw a guy a whole playbook and right. expect him to just pick it up and know it all in one week or two weeks of training camp or whatever it is. So I'm going with the Browns with Jacoby Brissett at at the quarterback position. Like I say, if Kevin Stefanski can have a decent season last year with a banged up Baker Mayfield, and he's bringing all those people back with with more receiving weapons Mm -hmm. and stuff like that, he has no excuse to not go above 500 this season. Plus, guys, tons of continuity on the Browns outside of – the quarterback and the wide and yep. Amari Cooper. Mm-hmm. The defense is basically the same with a couple of small additions. Yep. All the coaching staff has unchanged, mm-hmm. right? And you think about it, Carolina's only really good skill position player is McCaffrey, who's been injured a lot the last two yeah. years. Well, right. well they got like, DJ Moore. I, DJ Moore. DJ Moore, Moore. Right, DJ Moore. I like. I like <laughs> I like the. Who are you the, taking, DJ Moore, Mark Cooper? I'll stop. Come on now. Come, come on. Yeah. Let not go do that. Hold on. Hold on. Wait a minute. I'll take the. I, I like the rest of their receivers yeah. past. More ours. than ours. Right. I mean, Robbie Anderson's Robbie all right. Anderson, he's he's DJ Moore, but, Robbie Anderson, and Higgy. Yeah. He was here. We didn't He wasn't that great. He was successful with Baker. All right. Yeah. Baker had like a connection. Hey, by the way, we'll get into that in a second. But just to add to his point. It is like the fact that uh, it's not a matter of who's better. If we're talking about this year, yeah, then you're right. This Browns team's ready to go. They are way more turnkey at this point. That guy can just be a caretaker quarterback. Uh, but Baker, not only is he Baker, he's going into this new system, learning a new, uh, learning this whole new playbook. That he, everywhere he goes, he brings chaos too, like personality-wise. Remember yes. that. Do you think that's going to get easier now that he's in a quarterback competition with mm-hmm. Sam Darnold and this uh, rookie that they have too, who's, who yeah. people are going to want to see? Well, and he's also got uh, his offensive coordinator who has already stressed that he thinks Josh Rosen is better than him. <laughs> that's not ideal. They that's should not sign Josh Rosen. Right? <laughs> they, they should add him in. Honestly, throw him in the mix. Why not? So I think just like just the chaos factor going in there is one of the things that's going to be working the most against Carolina this year. I, I got to make an admission real quick. But the only reason, I, the really the main reason I wanted Josh Rosen to succeed coming out of college is because like me, he's Jewish. Uh, yeah, I knew it's coming. And he's the like there's no Jewish quarterback. I mean, there's barely any right. Jewish football players, period. Yep. But there's no Jewish. The last Jewish quarterback, I believe, was Jay Fiedler mm. for the Dolphins. Remember him? Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, we got to have one. Right. Have one, one of at, my least, at least it admitted. I'll bet, like, I'll bet one of those ones from the 50s was Jewish and just never Probably. told anyone. The only, yeah, yeah. The only, the only uh, thing about Jewish owners. There was plenty of Jewish owners. That, yeah. I don't have that Jewish owner money, though. That's what counts. It was, it was only one comment that Josh Rosen made that kind of rubbed, I think, a lot of players in the NFL the wrong way. What's that? When he said something like, 
if I don't succeed in football, I won't be working at McDonald's or something. Like, I don't Yeah, that was just dopey statement. He's not ideal. He's not ideal. So, you know, going back to Baker, I'll say this. Everybody seems to be under this premise that the Browns will have a higher ceiling. I look at the way the question is asked and say, when you talk about ceiling and you're looking up here, talk about what Baker Mayfield is going to do to the Carolina Panthers. Yes, he might not know the playbook, but one of the things he's going to be playing fast and free. He's going to be playing pissed off. And one of the things that we cannot deny is Baker has infectious energy. When he comes into your locker room, it's going to be a night and day premise mm -hmm. from what they saw in Sam Darnold to Baker Mayfield. There are going to be some guys that rally around him. And at the top of the game, too, you got to look at who's in that division. He's going to play against Jameis Winston twice. He's going to play against Marcus Mariota twice. Mm -hmm. Obviously, Tom Brady. But if you look at the NFC and you look at what the AFC is, I think the ceiling for for the Carolina Panthers is playoffs. Wow! The ceiling just for the, because they're such, such a terrible division. Yes, yeah, ceiling, the way, ceiling that, for the Browns. Yeah. is is would Jacoby Brissett a whole year? Eight, nine wins, maybe. So I take the ceiling for the Carolina Panthers. I would. By the way, Bet Online uh, had the Browns, the Panthers' odds of winning the division, winning the NFC, and winning the Super Bowl as worse after the trade. Which surprised right. me. Here's the odds right here. You can see now. For the record, Bet Online was the only one that did now, it yeah, this the way. Yeah, the other services went the other, went, the other way. Went down to give them a little better odds once they got Baker. But we are part of Locked On Network. This yeah. is Locked On's betting sponsor, so we're going to use Bet Online, and they think they have a worse chance now with Baker. Than now I think before. that's. I don't know why they did that. That doesn't make any sense to me. But even the the services that changed it in a positive way, it wasn't a significant difference. Right? It was very marginal, yeah. good or bad or better or worse is right. a better way I to mean, say clearly, it. It didn't what, change much. The, a, a few months ago, I tweeted, I don't see the point of Panthers trading for Baker because it doesn't move the needle in terms of playoffs. And people went nuts. You don't think he's better than Sam Darnold? Of course I think he's better than Sam Darnold. Mm -hmm. I just think it's not enough of a difference that the Panthers are significantly better. Right. But I do think they are better than they yes. were yesterday. Doesn't I, it seem like a – I mean – I know that they're trying to get better, obviously. Yeah. Doesn't it seem like a weird, desperate Jimmy Haslam-type move, though, a little bit? Doesn't this feel like an owner move where they're just like, I'm tired of people yelling at me at the grocery store to make my football <laughs> team better. Everybody's giving me the business. And they're like, we've got a long-term plan here. We drafted a quarterback. We don't want to mix up the locker room right now. And he's just like, I'm tired of getting yelled at and not With people Jimmy, not being anything's nice. possible. Uh, but I'm talking about the owner of the Panthers now. Like, oh. uh, whoever, for them to make this move. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because uh, yeah. I heard that he's oh, also kind of a reactionary, like, rich dude, too. And I don't know who the, I don't know who the owner is. I don't know who it is either. What I mean, is Jerry Richardson? I should have looked that up, yeah. probably. I've had, like, 24 hours, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> By the way, Mike, is your does your question have to do with quarterback? Because I kind of want to flow with this quarterback. Yeah, let's yeah do well, it. you know what? Let's we'll, we'll call it audible. Let's yeah. talk about quarterbacks now Be, because, yeah, because Baker's guys, not here. But the Browns quarterback discussion is by right, no the, means the quarterback discussion is not over. And there's two things here. Obviously, we have had some preliminary conversations about if Watson suspended for the year, do the Browns go out and get Jimmy Garoppolo? We've mm -hmm. talked about that a little bit. I want to talk about it again. But let me throw another name at you, mm. who's a free agent right now, who was in a former MVP, but. He's been awful the last two years. Cam Newton? Does Cam Newton make any sense for the Browns? <sighs> if I, 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 That's how I felt. But I'm like, I, and I'm not even sure at this point if he's any better than Jacoby right. Brissett. Because he's been bad the last two years. Yeah. <sighs> Does he have Tyvis? Does he have anything left in the tank? This It's not that long ago that this guy was still a high-level player. Yeah. Damn, Tyvis is a tough question. You it go is. first. If Watson is <laughs> for the you year, which... And for, let's say they let's say they go after Garoppolo for whatever reason they can't get Garoppolo. And mm -hmm. I don't know. Maybe they'll just stay with Brissett. But let's say they go after Garoppolo. They can't get him. Would you consider Cam Newton? 
Would I consider it? Yeah. Yeah, I consider it. Would you do it. it ultimately if you couldn't get Garoppolo? I don't know if I would do it. Are you worried about him from a locker room perspective? Not at all. Okay. It's not even then what's that. the downside then? Because it, to me, is when I watched him play these last couple Be of shot. Seasons, I feel like his arm strength is just not the same. Yeah. Now, granted, I, like I said, I don't know outside of Anthony Schwartz that mm-hmm. we ain't got nobody that's really taking the top off of a defense. Mm-hmm. Right. So he ain't really got to worry about throwing that deep ball. And he does bring the mobility aspect because, I mean, he's 6'5", 240. That's hard right. for anybody to right. tackle. But I don't know how well he protects the football as well. And you even said yesterday with Jacoby Brissett, he at least protects the football. That's and true. if you can protect the football, you can go a long way in this league. I, I just, I, I, first of all, let, let's get the chat gang involved. Hey, let me see the ones if you like Cam Newton. Put the, put the ones in the chat if you like Cam Newton. Two, if you say hell no. <laughs> Two, you don't want it's no parts simple. of it. I'm, that orange string. Number ones, yeah, if, if you like Cam Newton. Now, for me, I look at it in terms of what Tyvis said. I've been looking at his arm strength not only last year, but the year before that. I look at the, his year that, that, that Baker in 2018 played. Yeah. The, and he, he I, I just didn't recognize. The velocity is it's almost like he's shot putting the yeah, ball. Yeah, he doesn't have that same like kick. He's Any lost. chance that could come back. No, no, no. That, yeah, that's, like, <laughs> that's like somebody say you lost a step. I mean, you got to think about it. this is a man who when he got released, he had those workout videos yeah. going hard, mm-hmm. working out with Odell. I'm coming back with vengeance. And he came back with the Patriots. Yeah, we're gonna- and he, he was it's still the arm strength still yeah. wasn't there. So Lat- it's like I think it's something you can work out. By, by the way, last year we're gonna bring in Leroy in just ten seconds. Last three years, Cam Newton has started twenty-five games, uh, two games in nineteen with Carolina, fifteen for New England in twenty twenty, and then Carolina again last year he started five games, played a total of eight. And in those twenty-two games, roughly, he has thrown twelve touchdowns and sixteen picks. Yeah, and I'm, shout out Robin Lochner, the uh, Browns women's group founder who came in a couple weeks ago and suggested Cam Newton before all this. Yeah, so yeah she did. She was yep. the OG Cam Newton. And now we got Leroy. Let's and anytime a guest joins Robin. us via the remote hotline, it is now brought to you by Gridiron Guys. Looking Ooh. for a local roofer you can trust. Family owned since 2003. The Gridiron Guys have grown to become Northeast Ohio's top-rated roofers. We exemplify quality work practices and are a valued resource for homeowners and offer a 10-year workmanship warranty. Call 330-573-7967 today for a free estimate of roof inspection. Leroy, he texted us yesterday. We tried to get him on the live show, but he was driving. He's been waiting to get in on this Baker team. He's in the first What is this? He's representing for Cam Newton. That's for Cam. You like the idea of Cam? No, he does not. Oh, he said you are home. Two is bad, guys. Two is bad. Oh, two. Okay. Leroy, what was your reaction when Baker got traded yesterday? It, To me, for me personally, it was the worst case scenario. Mm. It's just two people so fed up with each other. They did whatever they could to get out. Cleveland took a fourth and fifth round pick and Baker took $3 million less. They just wanted it over. Yep. Okay. I don't know what happened for it to get to that point. Right. But now it is what it is. And we had Jacoby Brissett down here in Miami. 
Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh-oh. You seem pretty stoked about it. Talk that's talk. <laughs> what, what, what about it? Give us nothing else to say. I'm about to say, what's the scout report? That's it. Can we get the scout report? Come on now. He waited all this time to give it to us, That is the most dramatic loss. Give me the scout report. Where's Jacoby Brissett now? You guys let him slide. You guys let him go for some reason. He was in Indianapolis, and he did really, really well. Pretty well. Did he? <laughs> he's a backup. Because, I mean, the guy's a backup for they, a reason. We get it. They wheelchaired uh, Rivers in there to play quarterback. Mm, that's true. Uh, they did I do forgot that. about that. They did do that. That's true. That's and and you want to talk about shot putting the ball. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody ever seen Philip Rivers throw a football? I've been trying to figure out for 15 years, how does he get the ball down the field? Throwing I, I it like that. It's smooth. And they still it's preferred the, him over our quarterback. Yeah. Well, let me ask you so, this. Right. So, if the... If, if if Watson is suspended for the season, mm-hmm. if you're the Browns who have already made five quarterback transactions this offseason, are you aggressively going after Jimmy Garoppolo? No, nope. you're out on Garoppolo. Hop you're out. out. But, but, but here's, here's the, the point that I tried to make sooner. If you're the Browns and you're the Browns organization and you're Baker Mayfield, right? Be professionals. Right? Like, this is this was a moment unless they really didn't like Baker Mayfield to the point where they would rather have anyone else. That's what's Which happening. is That's also what it is. not That's professional. That's what it was. I don't care if I don't like you. I'm trying to win. <laughs> Agreed. Would you, would you, That's, are you, what, that's Le- what got lost in this. Wait, Leroy, are you willing to put your job on the line for Baker Mayfield? I think that's a good point. Over Jacoby Brissett? Yep. No, period. Now, would you put your job? Would you, you can have any quarterback that's available now. No, no, would, no, 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 no. I'm not saying that. Well, I think that's what Kevin Stefanski said. what I believe. <laughs> if I got a choice between Baker Mayfield and Deshaun Watson, I'm picking Deshaun Watson. Okay. However, that's not where we are right now. Where we are right now is we don't know what the situation is going to be with Deshaun Watson. And I'm still trying to, I'm scratching my head. Guys, I'm scratching my head every night trying to figure out how can a group of people go to a judge with no damning information and expect the most severe punishment there is? It's a good question. I'm trying to yeah. figure it out. I was trying in to figure fact, it out. Yesterday, <laughs> guys, in fact, yesterday, it kind of got lost for us in the Baker trade, but there was a report from Dan Graziano of ESPN yesterday that said... The league, and now we don't know for 100% certain it's true, but Dan Graziano is pretty credible mm-hmm. from ESPN. He said that the league went to the Players Association and okay. offered to make the suspension 12, 12. games. Yep. And the fact that the league is now, which we heard all along, they were unwilling to go less than a year. The fact that the league reportedly was willing to go to 12 means they're nervous about Sue Robinson. I think they're nervous about what Sue Robinson's ruling is going to be, and they're going to look really bad if they Bigfoot her after she puts a ruling down if it's not that big a ruling. Right. See, that's and, and, and that's that's where we are. Be, because in the, in, in, in the NFL's efforts to supposedly protect the shield, they are, in effect, damaging the shield by going over the top of a person who's well-respected to yes. come up with their own mm. punishment. Yes. No doubt. You, you see what I mean? Yeah. So, so I get it. You can look. If you're the NFL, you can always go, no matter what she determines the suspension is. 
You can always go to the media and say, look, we thought we had a case. We we have to do everything we can to protect the shield. Uh, we presented our case. We have an arbiter that has been uh, determined by both the Players Association and us. We will live by that. You basically wash your hands of it. And if they say, why wasn't the suspension strong enough or it should have been stronger, you can always say if you're in the NFL, we have a system in place right? so right. That, that both parties have agreed to, and we're going to live with that decision. So, Leeward, are you saying that you think the Browns were foolish for making this Baker move at least before they have at least heard what is going to happen with the Watson situation? No. It got to the point where it didn't matter, right? Like, I've been talking about this for three weeks about, you know, swallow your ego and and think of big picture about where this team is and what this team needs to win, okay? Mm -hmm. And I would say that I do believe that Baker Mayfield is a better option than Jacoby Brissett. Now, the kicker is, is that you may have some other issues with uh, Baker Mayfield that you don't have with Jacoby Brissett. He's a good dude, mm-hmm. right? And so he's going to be a company guy. And he has some talent. However, that talent is limited. And yes. and you can say the same thing about Baker, but I have proof that he's had success. And so I just wish I, I don't look, it got to the point and we don't know what that mark was. That point was that where both parties said, all right, let's just be done with it. And we've all been in situations, whether it's, you know, with somebody doing work at your house, whether it's in a relationship, whether it's at the supermarket, where you just say, just give it to me. I'm, I got to get out of here. Uh-huh. <laughs> we've all had those situations. And this is the way that feels because it happened so all of a sudden. Now, the Panthers won the trade for this reason. Because they're paying Baker backup money. And I believe Baker is better than Sam Darnold. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you see? Yeah. So if in week two or three, uh, Baker ends up being the starter, then you got to start a quarterback for $5 million and you only have to give up a fourth round pick. Yeah, when you make when you say so, it like that, it sounds like a pretty sweet deal for them. Let me just defend. I, Mike, you want to ask a question? I'm sorry. I know we got, but I got to throw this in there really quickly, Roy, because the one thing I'll say to defend Jacoby Brissett, and listen to me, Jacoby Brissett's a backup quarterback. I'm not trying to make him any more than he is. The one thing yeah. I'll say to defend him, Jacoby Brissett has thrown an interception on 1.4 percent of his passes. Baker mm-hmm. Mayfield has thrown an interception on 3% of his passes. That is okay. that is a huge difference. A it, huge it is, difference. But, 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 but think about this. So did, uh, was it, uh, let me see, I don't want to mix them up. David Carr. Oh. David Carr had a 71% completion percentage. Right. His but they were all two yard passes. His offensive line <laughs> so is terrible. The thing about the thing about Baker is, is he did push the ball down the field. He was, you know, more of a gunslinger. Um, now that you have guys who are going to be open, 
And I think that, that you know, you have, you know, Amari Cooper's the real deal. Leroy, Don't, let, me, let me ask you, what what receiver do you see outside of Schwartz that's going to that's gonna be, that can get vertical down the field? I, get, I, I need that answer. <laughs> what, what happens in that situation is this, right? If you don't have somebody to stretch the field, and you know playing in that secondary, oh yeah. If you ain't got to worry about nobody, huh. if you ain't got to worry about nobody over the top as a safety, you squatting looking for that crossing well, route. That's kind of what happened last for them season. Right, and so what ends up happening is if you got an inaccurate quarterback, try having a receiver with no speed and see how tight those throws are. <laughs> Mikey McNuggets, what do you, you know, got? Let, here? Don't overestimate having a guard. 50 yards deep, 50 yards wide. That's the goal. If you only got to guard 30 by 50, it not only constricts, it makes it easier for the defense to guard you, but it also makes it tighter throws for a quarterback. And it makes your quarterback have to be that much better to be successful. So I will say this. I believe that as far as talent, this is probably the most talented team that Brissett has played on as far as how long they've been talented, right? It's been, it's been three, four years where they've been pretty good. So maybe that's, that's what it is. Maybe, maybe it's that, um, I like, man, Ty, I, I, you, you, you hit the head right there, hit the <laughs> nail on the head with, um, Sometimes you just need somebody out there to run fast. You ain't got to throw it to him like necessary roughness. Don't throw it to stone hands. He might not be able to catch. <laughs> Scott Bakula was a hell of a you quarterback. Gotta guard him. The back. Love Scott Bakula. Mikey McNuggets, what do you got for Leroy? All right, Leroy. So we've been throwing out some hypothetical questions about the Baker trade, and this one I waited specifically for you. When you think of one-name athletes, you think of Giannis, you think of Michael, you think of Kareem, Love Magic, Love how you started Peyton. it with Giannis. Is Baker Mayfield the worst player to ever be universally known by one name? You say Baker, you know exactly who we're talking about. He's not Jordan Giannis, Peyton, Brady. I mean, is Baker the worst guy to ever be known universally by one name? What an <laughs> <odd> the... <laughs> Look. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good question, and you know it, Leroy. No, no, no. It's a terrible question. <laughs> because here's why. You make an assumption that he's worthy of being called by one name. Mm, right, Baker. That's 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 reserved for greatness. Mm, mm, gotcha. His name is Baker Mayfield. <laughs> it ain't Baker. Right? Even though we know who you're talking about, he is Baker Mayfield. Like, and the only reason why Giannis is one name. Is because people struggle with his last name. No, nah, he the goat. That's why. Stop, stop it. I he got it. But, but no, stop. I get it. You quit it. Just say I got your trump card but, but, right but here, Mikey. What you saying, Mikey? Here's think your trump what you're card. Saying, Jordan, and then you go throw Baker in it. Stop. <laughs> and by the way, it's not stop. even Michael. It's Jordan. He's Michael so good. Jordan. He's got two names. You know exactly who. Mikey, it is. Mikey, here's your trump card. Michael you know, Jackson. You know who I'm talking about right now, Johnny. He's worse, <laughs> right? Johnny Manziel's worse, and you know I'm talking about Johnny Manziel but, when you say Johnny. No, Leroy no. is, yes, I right? agree. You know who I'm talking about. No, no, however, Leroy is Cleveland fans. Leroy is right. That's a one thing. I consider you. 
for us to even consider you on a one-name basis, you had to do something great. I don't know. And it's really at just... At the highest level. Yes. Yes. You're right. right. Yeah. Hey, let me... Let me, let me. Right. Shaq. Tiger. Right. Yeah. Tiger. Magic. Tiger. Kobe. Tiger. Kobe. Kobe. But you're all naming good ones. The point is to name a bad one. That's not the point. There are no bad ones. You don't want to know what the point was going with you. Nobody else is. Got it. I was trying. I'm trying to think of a bad one. Polk. Right. There you go. I want to get back to the Baker situation. You talked about it a little bit. You said, I don't understand how it got this bad. Well, yeah. I have a little information about how it gets okay. that bad. So you go mm-hmm. back. There's a couple of events that happen, and we look at it, and, and people kind of forget about it. I think one of the first things was he start. He talked about Duke Johnson's bag of money. Yes. Duke Johnson was up for a contract. He said he need to get here. He's either in or he's out. A lot of veterans after that had to pull them aside and say, hey, 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 yep. we, we're not going to do that. Don't By the way, I criticized money. him for that. The fans killed me. The fans you killed can't. me for that. And the second thing that, that hurt him, the Odell Beckham Jr. thing hurt him very badly. People in the locker room loved Odell. Mm-hmm. People felt yeah. like after that, that you know, his dad's whole thing, somebody told me, some, a, a source told me, that they was upset that Baker acted like that was a that was the craziest thing they they said he could have easily squashed it and just said you know what yeah that that's whatever it's it's my job to get Odell to football and then the sec the third thing that I think was was the, the most damning of, of it oh, all yeah. was at the end of the day he said he, he said I'm gonna play injured I'm playing injured last game of the season comes that's he the said one. that was huge he that's says I'm gonna talk to my family and my team. And I know for a fact, everybody in the locker room said, well, when you, we came out and you in, we just won with mm-hmm. Case Keenum against Denver. You just had Dearness Johnson do his thing. You stay on the sideline and you get healthy. Mm-hmm. He said, if I'm healthy, I'm playing. He went through the season. A lot of people felt he sacrificed. Didn't care about his family. The team rest then? of the team. Yeah for his contract That's and right. then in the last game of the season said I'm gonna talk to my family. That was mm-hmm. almost saying I'm gonna take my talents to South Beach. That was and, it. And gee, I got to throw two right. more in there to, to back up your point. Number one, the Lions game when yeah. they barely won against an awful Lions team. Okay, but he was angry after the game. He that was about he was angry because he didn't play well. He didn't the team talk. won. Yeah, That's he, all that should matter. He didn't talk he was to angry media. and the I'm surprised you didn't bring this one up to me. This is a big one that gets overlooked. When Miles Garrett beat up the great kazoo Mason Rudolph, oh. Baker Talk did not that. have his back. Talk that. Baker was critical of back. Miles Garrett. Hey, and that was big. I think he you. lost Miles Garrett there, and that was huge. Leroy, Leroy, and I'm going to just throw this in, and you can comment on it. Yeah. When he said, when they put that that microphone in his face, he hadn't had no time to talk to, to, to uh, Miles Garrett. He could have waited till after it was over. And he said, we can't have that. That's Bush League. Hey, he's gonna probably get sus- big. He's gonna probably get suspended. <laughs> he got suspended the doggone rest of the year, and, and it was like you can't do that as a teammate. Mm-hmm. You can't. Con- yeah. and you see what you see what the That's Steelers a fact. Do. That's you, a fact. Listen, you let, gotta let you me, gotta let ride. Me, let me explain. Right or wrong, you gotta rule, ride with your guys. <laughs> rule number one, okay, that that whole situation, he should have known better, because if that quarterback gonna get up in there like he down with it then he gonna get dealt with <laughs> simple as that stay in your lane when you're the that mason start, the quarterback 
Yes, that's what I'm talking about. The quarterback, get up out of there. Baker know that, you know. But here's the other thing. There is nobody that knows Miles Garrett better than a teammate. And you know that guy. And you know what kind of dude he is. Right? If you would have said, hey, probably shouldn't have went that far, you know, but it happens to all of us. That's a whole nother thing. Mm -hmm. But to tell a guy who you know is respected by everyone that that was Bush League, like he ain't never got caught up in nothing. Dude, I saw you try to outrun a fat cop. (laughs) (laughs) And they caught him. And they caught him. him. (laughs) So, so, so you, you, first of all, in order to be real, in order to be real, you got to understand you could very well be in one of them situations. And yeah. so the fact that he came out that quick and yeah. called something his teammate did Bush League, right? You're right. He'll lose the team. With the Odell Beckham thing, you got a whole nother situation. Odell Beckham gets a bad rap. I've never heard one player say anything negative about Odell Beckham. That's my litmus test. That's my test to determine what kind of person a guy is. I don't care what the coaches say. I don't care what the organization says. They trying to set up the exit strategy. And I don't blame them for that. But if I hear another player say something negative, then I may give some credence to it. Nobody's ever said anything negative about Odell Beckham. They all love Odell Beckham. So, if you're going to be the guy to say something bad about Odell Beckham, you better have some support. You better have other guys that, yeah, okay, I can see that. I can see how you can feel that way, right? And they still might not like it because y'all brothers. You, you know what I'm saying? He'd have caught a whole bunch of your bad passes. Right. So, yeah. Now, <laughs> The other thing is, look, after hearing all this stuff, right, I'm surprised it lasted this long, to be honest with you, because I would say to the Browns' perspective, if they had a better option, Baker wouldn't have played, Hmm. right? So while he was out there saying, I'm going to play hurt, because he was playing for a contract. I don't have a problem with that. But if the Browns had a better option, he would have been out a long time ago. They didn't. You see what I mean? Mm. That's why he was able to play to that point, even when he looked terrible. It's Woo! It's there were some games where he shouldn't have been you out there. Anymore. He shouldn't have been out there. Yeah. But that was their best option. So... Yeah. The whole playing versus not playing, and then when the season's over with, him deciding not to play, because of all the other stuff that previously happened with the Browns, that situation looks a lot worse. But it's normally, uh, it's very normal that if you have a starter or a, 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 a star on your team and he's gutting it out and playing hurt, when the season is gone, then you just don't play him. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Leroy. So that I, I didn't have a problem with that yeah. as much as is all the other stuff. Hey, you know what? What makes a great teammate? What makes a great teammate is he's one of you. No matter what his status is in the league, no matter what his status is with the organization, when he goes on that field, he's one of 11. If you treat yourself like one of one and the rest of the team is alone for the ride, you better be damn good or you need to back up a little bit and reassess your situation. Leroy, great stuff as always, man. Thanks for coming on with us again today. We will talk to you next week. Have a great weekend. Go Bucks. Go Bucks. Right. Hey, oh. man. Hey, hey, hey. I ain't going to tell you no more about that. Go Bucks. We'll see you next week. You're going to hit me up while I'm out. <laughs> he going to hit you while you turn your yeah. back, Leroy. Thanks, Leroy. Hey, hey, son, Rudolph. I, I, turn from... my, I turn my back and then he boop. <laughs> <laughs> you right there. All right, we go from the great Leroy Horde to the great Aditi Kikabwala. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Where is she? We have a DD. How you doing today? I'm good, except that my screen is frozen on Leroy's face and I cannot compete with a metaphor or allegory or whatever that compares running after a fat cop. It's a tough thing to follow. It is. None of us even know what an allegory is, so that's your answer. So you're fine. Um, What what is the word? It's not allegory. It's metaphor or... um, Analogy. 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 That's what I meant. I came up with that on my own. I wasn't Nuggets to the rescue again. Yeah, there you go. Hey, Aditi, what was your first reaction when you saw the Baker trade yesterday? Um, well, we keep talking about it. I was pleased that he took the pay cut. Yeah, I mean, I felt like this was going to happen and that's Mm -hmm. what needed to happen. I just didn't know that Baker would have caved as quickly as he did. And what's funny is I messaged a few people I know within the Panthers organization and said, okay, so what was it? Why was he finally convinced to take the pay cut? And nobody really had an answer for me. Aditi, Mm -hmm. do you think it's interesting that there was that nobody was sure? I guess in the end, he just wanted to be gone. Do you think no. go ahead? Okay, I actually disagree. And this is what we talked about, I believe, a week ago. I think that he ultimately realized that by holding out for the full amount of money from the Browns, he was cutting off his nose to spite his face. Yes. yes. And ultimately his best bet was to get back out on the field. And as right. I said yesterday, affirm that he is the guy that we saw two years ago, affirm that he is indeed a good teammate affirm that he can indeed lead a team and bet on himself. And I said this on the radio this morning to our friend Ken Carmen. We know this about Baker, even though it got a little old once he'd won the Heisman and was the number one overall pick, he loves the idea of being undervalued, undersold, having that chip on his shoulder. What better than this? Yeah. What better than saying I was sent out of a town that I seemingly brought back from the brink of playoff misery or playoff absence 
one in 31. They set me off. I had to take a pay cut. I'm on a show me deal. Yeah. All right, great. That suits well, Baker in every way possible. Uh, Aditi, Rob Ninkovich yesterday on ESPN said Sam Darnold's going to be the starter. Peter Schrager said yesterday, hey, there's a battle for competition. I don't buy any of that. That could be more fodder yeah. for Baker getting fired up. Do you think he's 100% the starter this year? Or or does he have to earn it? Uh, he will. Even if there, I think he is indeed the starter. I don't think that the Panthers would have been as fascinated or intrigued by Baker because I can also tell you this, not everybody in that organization was uniformly 100% sold on the idea that Baker Mayfield is the guy that is going to lead the Panthers to the promised land. So obviously there was a little push and pull there, but Baker is clearly seen as a better option than Sam Darnold. And even if there is a competition for show, I'll call it a competition, Baker's going to win. Baker is the better quarterback. Baker is the more accomplished quarterback. Baker will indeed come out as the starter. Whether we pretend that there's a competition or not, it is his job. I think that this is, Aditi, I think that you said that he thrives off of the fact of having to bet on himself, you know, with the, him winning the Heisman and him becoming the first overall pick and all that. I would like to tell you that this will be the biggest gamble he's ever taken because if it doesn't go well that the money is gone like so this this season for him to go in a situation where he's with the offensive coordinator who rated him the sixth best quarterback coming out with a guy who with the team that has Robbie Anderson who's rather he's public saying he's rather have Sam Darnold I think that this is I, I don't know if I really agree with this situation that he's going into and you know Christian McCaffrey right, well, we don't know his health so well, I, I think that there are two things here. One, Baker sometimes thrives in these situations, and Baker sometimes is tight, right? Last year he was in a contract year, and he wasn't necessarily as loose or free and maybe perhaps tried to do too much once he got hurt. So it'll be interesting to see how he plays that. I think that's totally valid. But I would also argue that any good coach is willing to have his mind changed. And I was just at the Pro Football Hall of Fame last week, Bill Cower gave his notebook from the year that Ben Roethlisberger was drafted. And it is on display in the Hall of Fame. It's got his rankings of all the quarterbacks. And he does have Eli first and Philip Rivers second and Ben Roethlisberger third. But I'll tell you this. He has a note in there next to J.P. Lospin saying most upside mm. question mark <laughs> so clearly he was wrong there but he's not ashamed of it he's not embarrassed he gave the notebook to the hall of fame and he said go ahead and put it out there for everybody to see so i'm sure mcadoo is going to sit here and say all right baker show me that i was wrong and baker will be happy to show him that he was wrong uh, and real, yeah, something? real quick, we've mentioned the McAdoo quote a couple times. Steve, let's take 21, just so everyone knows exactly right, what okay. we're referring to here. This was a tweet from yesterday. McAdoo rated Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, Sam Darnold, Josh Rosen, and Mason Rudolph ahead of Mayfield. He said, quote, I didn't think he was a great athlete. This guy is kind of like a pocket quarterback that is short with small hands. That's what I worry about. McAdoo is the new offensive coordinator in Carolina. So we've referenced that quote. Right. I just felt like it was and worth he, bringing Obviously, up. Baker is third of that group of six. Uh, but the quote is not unfair. The quote after it, I don't think, is unfair. No, I agree. No, 
Short, I think with, there are a lot of people hairs. that talk about his height. Remember, yeah. even within the Browns organization, Todd Haley was standing on a table screaming for Josh Allen over Baker Mayfield. Mm-hmm. And I think that whenever you are indeed a quarterback that's smaller in stature, you have this expectation that you have to be Drew Brees. You have to be ridiculously smart. You have to see the way the field, the way things unfold before they actually unfold if you want to be successful. And that's not necessarily Baker. You know, Didi. Um, fast forward a little bit. Well, we we okay. I, I, let's get we gotta get personal here. Um, <laughs> oh boy, I get personal here. I don't know that I like when we when you say that, G. This <laughs> might be like something about my parenting again. No, nah, no, you good. We we not going that route. We good. Let now All you right. take we take a look at this. Baker Mayfield is now. Jay talked about this is the best and worst thing that has ever happened to the Cleveland Browns because they get the chance to play Baker, and he's excited to see the game. That's awesome. For me, I'm just going to say it now. There is no way the Cleveland Browns can afford to lose this game. Under no circumstances can Kevin Stefanski come out here and lose a game to Baker Mayfield because for me, that would be an indictment on Kevin Stefanski because I believe that the main proponent or the main person that stood against Baker Mayfield moving forward was Kevin Stefanski because he said, listen, I can't run what I want to run here. He has limitations. And so that means he chose to move on from Baker and he told you that he could do it with, with, with Jacoby Brissett or Dobbs or even uh, or, or, or even with Deshaun Watson. But he can't come out here and have Baker throw for 350 and three touchdowns. <laughs> that, that It's a must win okay. in this game one. Am I crazy? They ain't throwing for 350. All right. So, right number one, this was not Kevin Stefanski driving this ship to move on from Baker Mayfield. Kevin Stefanski has said on the record, and he has said to me, and I believe him, that he 100% felt that he could move on and win with Baker this year and that he was comfortable. He's on the record. Remember, at the Combine, he was asked – do you think you can win with Baker Mayfield or is Baker Mayfield just starting? Are you comfortable if Baker Mayfield's your starting quarterback? He didn't hesitate for even a millisecond. I'm sorry to interrupt though, Really, what is he supposed to say in that situation? He can't well, say, no, say, I'm not fair, confident enough and fair. this guy's terrible. And so I, I'd like to trade him fair. if anyone's interested. <laughs> yeah. Agre- agreed. That is a very <laughs> fair point, Mike. But I believe him when he was, I mean, we've had conversations about it that are not in front of cameras. Mm-hmm. I believe him. He is not the guy that drove this ship that said, I can't win with Baker. Get me Deshaun Watson. Right. That's not the way this went down. But Number two, gee, isn't it more on Miles Garrett? Isn't it more on okay. Denzel okay. Ward? Isn't it more him. on John Johnson? Isn't it more on those linebackers? Why are you putting it on Kevin Stefanski? I'd almost argue it's more on Joe Woods and his defense to shut down Baker Yes, I agree with that statement. Joe Woods is not off the hook here, but Kevin Stefanski is going to have to get some points. I I don't care how it gets done. The The Browns should win the game anyway. They're the better team. Right, they got to win. Browns are favored in this game. (laughs) By the way, the point spread only changed two points. The Browns were favored by three. Now they're favored by one. If Deshaun Watson plays in this game by some unusual chance, the Browns will be a touchdown favorite at least in this game, if, if not yes. more. If D. Watt play, it, we're and they, so it, far it away right now, guys. We're still a month oh, from training. Yeah, I hear. Come we don't even know who. Adidi, I, Steve has a question for you. Steve, from wherever he is, he He's wants watching to, over. He, he wants to know: Does Baker and Stefanski shake hands after the game? Oh, that's a good one, Steve. Because you know, yeah, Baker I, is I known don't think this is like the Hugh somebody. Jackson thing. I think they do. I do think they do. Uh, and I think it was classy of the Browns. If Baker wins, they do. If Baker loses, they don't. Probably. 
Well, I don't, I mean, you all remember the way that he faced Hugh Jackson when Hugh Jackson was Marvin Lewis's assistant on the yeah. Cincinnati sideline. I don't think we see that. I yeah. don't think we see that. And I think it was classy of the way the, the Browns sent that tweet out yesterday with all those tremendous photographs of Baker and thanking him for what he did indeed do while he was there. I do think that that was classy. D, let's move on to what the Browns do now. Let's say Deshaun oh, Watson. Is- <laughs> let's say he and the Browns have already made five quarterback transactions this offseason, right? Um, yeah. okay, it's amazing. But they, if Deshaun Watson gets suspended for a year, I still don't think he will. But if he is, you're gonna. I think they'll make a sixth. At the very least, you'll have to bring in a third quarterback to go with these two guys they have. RG three. Yeah, well, that's I'm true. straight. I'm, I'm not interested in RG three. We've talked. We've talked. I out think Jimmy Garoppolo is more likely than Robert Griffin. Yes. Like so it. let's talk more about the college. If it, I think if only if it's the whole year, I think Garoppolo makes a lot of sense for the Browns. And I think if I'm Garoppolo. I'd be I'd be thrilled to play on the Browns, and if I'm the Browns, I'd be thrilled to have Garoppolo. He's a, clearly an upgrade over Brissett. I think he'd give them a better chance to win than even Baker. But let's take the Baker part out of it. Garoppolo to the Browns. Do you think that happens if Watson's suspended for the year? I okay. So I think there are too many ifs right there. Is Garoppolo healthy? Is Watson actually suspended for the year? How much of the money do the 49ers pick up of Garoppolo's contract? Yeah. I just I think that there is. Or can the money be worked out if there's another way to answer that? I think that there are too many what-ifs. And the first one we have to start with, does Garoppolo even pass a physical? Because remember, how far removed are we from that surgery right there? And it also doesn't necessarily look likely right now. As much as we know that the NFL and their lawyers would like Watson to be suspended for a year, it just feels as if there are drips and drabs of information that are leaking, leaking, leaking that are yeah. suggesting getting that year suspension is going to be really difficult. Aditi, we're going to, we're, we've been going down a memory lane with Baker and his time here, obviously. And I don't know about you guys, but I've been obviously reading articles about stuff you forgot about. Some of the bad stuff, some of the stuff that he did that ticked off the locker room, ticked off Stefanski, ticked off the fans and stuff. And it, it, we really keep going back to this relationship meta, uh, metaphor where it's an ex who you are too close to at the time. And then all of a sudden, your friends, once you're broken up, and you're like, remember the time you forgot your birthday? And you're like, oh, yeah, you did forget my birthday. Like, all that, that's where I feel like that's what we're all processing right now. How much is the locker room going to be improved, if at all? What do you think the vibe is going to be like in the locker room now that that's removed from the table? And how much does Watson's situation complicate that? I know. So I think the Watson situation obviously does complicate that, right? Because you ultimately want your quarterback to be your leader and your tone setter. And from what we're hearing in the spring, Watson has indeed done that. Gathering guys off campus, too, to throw in all that. If, if you're not the quarterback, if you're not in the building, then that becomes difficult. How does Brissett manage that if he kind of feels that he's a placeholder? And I again, I just quibble... I, I have a hard time saying that Baker was this universally loved figure that everybody was willing to run through a wall for. I don't know that I saw that, but I also don't know Baker to be a cancer. I don't mm-hmm. know Baker to have been a horrible guy. I think that Baker had foibles or has foibles that some teammates just kind of rolled their eyes at or were sort of like, okay, but it was sort of like, you know who he is. You know, you know he may 
over dramatize some things you might you know that he may be in his feelings at some times you do sometimes wish that perhaps he was able to put certain things in silos like after a game when he gets booed and he's frustrated just meet with the media and just say vanilla things instead of needing to cool down right. whatever sure but i don't think any of those things were these you know, he wasn't publicly going on the radio and ripping someone for running the wrong route. He wasn't blaming the offensive coordinator for calling a bad play. He wasn't, you know, like, he is he the most loved guy that I've ever been around in a locker room? No. Is he the most hated guy I've ever been around in a locker room? No, not by any means. So I don't know that it makes so much of a difference. And again, guys. Winning cures all. Every all winning matters. locker room is happier than every losing locker room. Like, that's just it. Yeah. From your lips to God's ears, Aditi, thank you for your time. Thanks, Aditi. We'll see you next uh, week. Have thanks, a good guys. Weekend. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. it. Aditi Good to chat with her, as always. Bye. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.